Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode number 117, 117, and scripture discourse number 104. For our show, we use the Gospel Evangelist Church Sunday prayer letter as our script and our outline. Right now, as we're doing our show, uh, we have our video camera running that will uh, hold our uh, video of the podcasting that we're doing right now. It's running right now, and um, uh, if you are more inclined to watch rather than listen, you can be able to catch that video uh, tomorrow morning. That'll be Sunday morning, 4 o'clock, Boulder time, and of course, it'll be there on YouTube for however long YouTube keeps me live, (laughs) okay? So, uh, once again, what we're doing is we're just going through the Sunday prayer letter that will be coming out uh, Sunday morning on February 26th, and that letter we'll be preaching on all the way through the week till Saturday night, and it'll also be the letter that we preach from on our our church services and every corner that we go to, and everyone who's associated or connected to Gospel Evangelist Church preaches from the same letter. We all use the same scriptures for that one day of that week, say for Sunday, we preach whatever scripture for that day, or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday, whatever that scripture is, uh, we preach from that scripture, and then we allow the Holy Ghost to go into whatever direction the Spirit of God wants to lead us, depend, because uh, the Holy Spirit knows who's in front of us, who's around us, and who's listening to us, but we all start from the same location. That provides a one accord in Gospel Evangelist Church where we all start from the same location and we allow the Spirit of God to move as He will and not as we will, nor as the church wills, but as the Spirit of God wills for that day of preaching from the Scripture that we have in our Sunday prayer letter. Amen. So that's why we do what we do here. Uh, It's a little different. The letter's a little different than what it used to be. Uh, Like I said, I've done 117 of these, actually 204 letters. And uh, originally I used to write commentary. It used to be more of a commentary-style letter. And here a a couple few years ago, the Lord just said, I just want you to put the Scriptures in there and uh, and then just preach the letter, uh, preach the Scriptures. And so this made it a lot easier for me. I've had all kinds of different styles for this letter. It's been real simple. It's been real complicated, very complex. And then I've come back. I've expanded here and there. And so it kind of changes every, uh, I don't know, uh, many months, uh, probably two or three times or twice a year it'll change. I don't change it. I just wait for the Spirit of the Lord to change it for me. And uh, I just uh, go how the Holy Spirit is leading me. Amen. So let's go into our letter now. This is the February 26th Sunday prayer letter. It's titled, More Excellent Way. It's in our theme that we're preaching from for this uh, season that we're in, or whatever it's called. It's called Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. That's the theme that we're in. And the title of that for this week is called More Excellent Way. And that's inside the theme, Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. 
All right, and this is produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder in Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gifts of the Holy Ghost, all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. So the next part of our letter here, let me just kind of highlight this for a second. This is the scriptures and locations for the week. Um, let's see, what do I want to do here? Part one. So as you know, we have seven parts in our letter. Part one will be Sunday, February 26th, and I'll be at, uh, uh, every Sunday I'm at Boulder, in Boulder here, 28th and Pearl. Uh, Monday the 27th, I'll be at 30th and Baseline. Tuesday the 28th of February, I'll be at Pennsylvania and Broadway by CU on University Hill. Wednesday, March 1st, I'll be at 28th and Canyon here in Boulder. Then Thursday, the first Thursday of the month will be March. That'll be in Broomfield, Colorado. And then Friday, I'll be the, that'll be the first Friday of the month, and that'll be in Denver, Colorado. Then Part 7, Saturday, March 4th, is my Sabbath rest in the Lord, and that's when I write the next Sunday prayer letter, which will be March 5th. I write it every Saturday. Every Saturday is my Sabbath rest in the Lord. I work from Sunday morning all the way to Friday night. And then I take Saturday off to um, see kind of the way it works is uh, I get up in the morning and I spend all morning and about noon, one o'clock or so, somewhere in that time frame, uh, the Holy Spirit moves me to sit down at my desk and write, begin writing the Sunday prayer letter. And normally it's about a five-hour endeavor. If I start at noon, I'm not done till five. If I start at one, it's about six or seven by the time I get done. And uh, that's just the way it is. A lot of I put a lot of effort into our church, into our ministry. And um, that's what we're doing. <laughs> so, uh, amen, right? So uh, let's go into our letter again. Uh, greetings, my friend. Are you, <laughs> let me slow down just a second. I'm kind of excited. Let me get a sip of tea here. Drinking some uh, green tea. Oh, and this mustache is in my face. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I don't have this beard and mustache on my face. I know you, if you're on the podcast, you can't see it, but on the video, they see it. It's not for cosmetics. It's not because I want to look cool with a beard. I'm not a beard-wearing type man. I'm a clean-shaven man. But here, uh, a year and a few months ago, I started fasting and praying, started fasting my shaving and praying uh, for breakthrough for our church and for our street ministry and um, I don't talk much about it anymore because I'm just quietly believing the Lord for our breakthrough. But uh, I have not, obviously, because I still have the beard, uh, I've not received the breakthrough that I'm looking for. And uh, the Lord has also, many times over the last many, many months, has asked me, are you willing to fast and pray for the rest of your life for this church? And, uh, of course, I said, yes, sir, I sure am. I am totally willing to and will be obedient to fast and pray for the rest of my life for Gospel Evangelist Church. Uh, it's just um, the season that I'm in. I know a lot of people can't live that way, but uh, when you're 70 years old, I'll be 70 this year. I was born in 53, and this is 23, so I'll be 70 this year. When you're 70 years of old, 70 years of age, that's three score and 10, according to the Bible. And that means you're at the very end of your life season here on earth. But by reason of strength, God will add a couple, uh, maybe 10 more years or so. He could add 14 or 15 more years. And, uh, but from 70 on, it's kind of like uh, if the Lord will, he wants you around, he'll keep you around. If he doesn't want to keep you around, then <laughs> he uh, kind of says, okay, that's it, buddy. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But I feel pretty good. But you never know. You just you don't know what, 
what's going on down the road. You just keep praying and believing that you're walking in the steps of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So uh, let's jump into our letter here. So you, my friend, are so very important that God gave himself for you. I find it a great honor to know you, my friend. There are many people that we could get to know, but to know a true brother and sister in Christ Jesus is the greatest of these joys. Why? Because for you to be a child of God, you have to have been born again. You are no longer the old man. You are a new creature in Christ. The old has passed away. The new is who you are. Yes, there are many that might not see you as a peculiar and unique, but another believer sees you for who you are, a saint of God, an ambassador for Christ. There is no one like you. God created you to be you. And after he created you, and you blessed, and you, uh, let me back up, sorry. Uh, then after he created you, and you believed on his only begotten son, God placed within you a renewed spirit and sealed you with his Holy Spirit. Yes, the Spirit of God is inside of you. Do you see it? You are a royal priest in the family of God. You are a minister of Christ's New Testament that he shed his blood for. The Word of God lives within you. The Word of Truth is a part of who you are. You live and walk in truth by the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. By the power of the Lord, you are able to do miracles in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are the Bride of Christ. You take serious your salvation. Because with your salvation comes a new home. Yes, heaven is your home. Not this world. No, not this earth. You shall live forever with God. Jesus Christ, the true and faithful creator, is the Savior of your soul and is your bridegroom, whom he loves with all his creation. Christ demonstrated his love for you by taking on the likeness of man, giving his life and the Father resurrecting Christ for you. And through Christ's birth, death, and resurrection, you now have everlasting life because you have believed and are now born again into a new family and have a new Father, God the Father. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we humbly pray the word of the Lord even now. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> I love praying. All right, moving on through the letter here. Uh, the next little section here. Praise the Lord. Man, isn't that wonderful? You really are important, my friend. Thank you for being here. So the title of our letter, once again, is A More, More Excellent Way, Signs, Wonders, Miracles, Praise, Worship. The course we're going to be going from will be 1 Corinthians twelve thirty-one, And that is, in the King James, it says this. But covet earnestly 
the best gifts. And yet show I unto you a more excellent way. More excellent way. That's our title right there. As you observe our street ministry through our video channel, you might have noticed that I preached the day's street sermon in a certain way. I suppose this method on or way is how the Spirit is feed, leading me. And as a church, we do preach and we do minister the way the Holy Ghost is instructing us here at our missionary church and street ministry. Follow the Spirit of truth. Try not to imitate us. Rather, copy and follow after Jesus Christ, who is our example. As we preach and minister, we understand. We understand. Yes, we understand that the Holy Ghost knows who is listening and what needs they have. Remember, we are to be willing and obedient to the Spirit of God. This makes our life and our ministry much easier to live. Therefore, Almighty God may receive all our praise and worship and glory. Amen. So to grow, typically we always looking for growth in the kingdom of God. We do this by studying the word of truth, by keeping the Lord's commandments, and by living the life of a Christian as the Holy Scriptures reveal to us. In this way, we grow in faith, and we live by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, in our letter here, uh, to peruse all media of our Sunday prayer letter, look for it to be posted on our missionary website. That's uh, johnchoque.org or Gospel Evangelist Church. Dot org, or our podcast apps, our video channel, and the letter is sent out in an email format that you may print a hard copy. And all we ask is respect for what the Lord Jesus is providing to this body, this part of the body of Christ. Thank you kindly. So once again, this is podcast episode number 117, and it's called A More Excellent Way is what we're listening to, Signs, Wonders, Miracles, and Worship. And you're listening to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. So the following are the Holy Scriptures for each of the seven parts for each day of this week, beginning Sunday, February 26, 2023. We're preaching the Holy Scriptures from the King James Bible daily throughout the week, if the Lord will, and I'm physically able. <laughs> Praise God. Also, along with filming our street sermons each day for our video channel, recording on audio podcast, sending out weekly emails and regular updates to our website pages, all together appear to be ministering to a multitude of people and is, quote, good ground, unquote, all to the glory of God. Amen. I put good ground in quotes because good ground refers back to the parable of the sower where there are four types of grounds, but only the fourth ground. God called good ground, and that good ground, when the soil receives the seed, it produces a harvest, and a harvest that you can see, a harvest hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold, and uh, in some parts of the scriptures, it'll actually say a hundredfold in the same year, so it's interesting, uh, good ground is really important, so you have to almost have a discernment of spirits to determine uh, by the Spirit of God what is good ground because you really don't want to sow your seed on rocks and on on the weeds and on the you know the cares of the world people who have that are filled with the cares of the world or ministries that are filled with the cares of the world or churches that are filled with the uh, cares of the world 
or even organizations or charities that are filled with the cares of the world, when you sow into that type of ground, um, according to the Scripture, you won't reap a harvest. But with all those churches and organizations and charities all around, there is good ground. But you just have to look and pray and find them on your own and uh, with the Spirit of God. And that's where you want to sow your seed. You want to sow your seed there, your financial seed, your prayer seed, your time seed. You know, all everything we do becomes like a seed that we sow. And so you want to sow in good ground. That's the most profitable way to live as a Christian. Amen? Hope you understood that. That's really important there. <laughs> and uh, let me add one more thing to that. Uh, when you're looking for that good ground, good ground... Uh, will grow. A good ground will increase. And so as good ground is increasing, you want to be a part of that increase. Jesus says, I've come to give life and life more abundantly. So it's just not life. It's after life comes more abundantly. So that means there's an increase. We can actually grow our ground. We can grow our faith. We can grow in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, it's really important to understand that to those who are interested in that. I understand that many are not, and that's just fine. You're not required. That is not a requirement to receive salvation. You just have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friend, if you're not saved, if you're not born again, if you don't know for a fact, you don't have the assurance in your heart that if you were to die or to pass away tonight, you don't have that assurance in your heart that you would go to heaven then this would be a great time to pray and ask Jesus to save you. I prayed. I said, Jesus, if you're real, here I am. And that was a cry from my heart. I believed in my heart. And I was hoping with everything within me that Jesus was real. And Jesus proved that he was real. And he saved me and set me free and gave me a new spirit, and set my feet upon a rock, and washed me clean of all my sin. And then two weeks later, he called me to preach and to minister, but first to go to school. And I've been, I said yes to the Lord, and I've been preaching and ministering for all these decades. And that was back in 1973 or 74. I usually say 74 to be more conservative during the uh, Vietnam era war, and uh, that's uh, where I got saved at. So uh, going back into our letter here, that all that was not in the letter. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I like this podcast. So part one, Sunday, February 26, we're going to go 1 Corinthians 12, 31 and 1 Corinthians 13, 1. So uh, 12, 31 says, But covet earnestly the best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way, a more excellent way, which is our title. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 1. Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Uh, before I go any further, I just want to say I'm just reading the scriptures. I'm not teaching or preaching on these scriptures. This is, these are the scriptures we'll be preaching on on each of these days. That was Sunday's scriptures that I'll be preaching tomorrow at 28th and Pearl. All right. So part two on Monday, February 27th, 1 Corinthians 13, 2 and 3. And though I have the gifts, gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. 
part 3 on Tuesday, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4. Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. Part 4 on Wednesday, 1 Corinthians 13, 5, 6, and 7. Doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Part 5 on Thursday, 1 Corinthians 13, 8 and 9. Charity never faileth. But whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Part 6 on Friday. 1 Corinthians 13, 10 and 11. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Part 7 on Saturday, 1 Corinthians 13, 12 and 13. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part. But then shall I know even as also I am known, and now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Amen. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in the King James Bible. And a brief recap or a point of view from my perspective for this week. It's this little summary here of what I have written. As I've been reading and studying the King James Bible since early 2014, please remember that I've never read the King James Bible up to this point of 2014. Yes, I've listened to Alexander Scorby read me the King James, King James Bible and for probably hundreds and hundreds of times. Remember, I'm a truck driver for 40 years and I let that play for hundreds of hours at a time. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice. And uh, he has read it to me, uh, Alexander Scorby. Um, but I've never read the pages of this book until about July of 2014. I've primarily been an NIV, New International Version preacher, and thus suffered at the latter years of my life in the NIV, to the point where my prayers to God were, Please, Lord, help me grow in faith. Why is my faith flatlined? Help me, God. It was for about three years of praying this way that God asked me a question. What about the Bible you're reading? Let me say that question. This is what God asked me. What about the Bible you're reading? That was my answer to my prayer for three years. What about the Bible you're reading? <laughs> uh, this was an amazing question to me. What did God mean? I had no idea. I continued to pray for what this meant. It was probably many, many years later before I got the answer. And that answer came by God changing the Bible I was reading to the King James Bible. From that day, I began reading and studying this, quote, new 
book, my faith began to grow, a little at first, then more and more and more abundantly my faith increased. My prayer was answered. My faith today is far greater than it was just a year ago and many years ago. And it is continuing to grow even today as I write this February 26th Sunday prayer letter. What Bible are you reading from? Maybe you are already in the King James Bible and you don't see your faith growing. Could it be that you could it be? Listen, could it be that other versions are still a part of your life? Let me stop there for a second. Uh, when I began reading the King James Bible at that moment, I no longer read any other Bible version. And I've not since that day, since 2014, I've not read or looked into other than just doing my research. I've not read another, nor preached out of, nor studied out of any other Bible, nor have I studied or read out of any other lexicon or Bible dictionary. I have stayed in the King James Bible solely, and that is what's grown my faith. I have not added any other Bible versions into the mix. Okay? I just wanted to highlight that for a moment. It's not in my letter here. I just wanted to highlight that. So maybe you are already in the King James Bible, and you don't see your faith growing. Could it be that other versions are still a part of your life? Could it be that you are not believing that the King James Bible is the pure word of God in English? Remember, where there is doubt, there is no faith. Where there is doubt, there is no faith. Let me say it one more time. Hope you get this. When you have doubt, you will be lacking in faith. Where there is doubt, there is no faith. This is an incredibly important topic for all the body of Christ. It is more vital than most believe. I implore you to take serious the question to God. What about the Bible you're reading? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are the Word of God. There is no doubt in me, Preacher John, that you, O Lord Jesus, are the Word of the Godhead. The Word is pure. No, your word is pure. Your word is faith. Your word is freedom. Your word is what we sow into our spirit. Your word is giving us eternal life through your shed blood on that cross. You, O Lord, are the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Lord Jesus, I believe on you, and I receive your word of truth by your Holy Spirit. We love you, Jesus. We truly do. Amen. My letter is signed in the pure word of God with my initials JC for John Shuck, C-H-O-Q-U-E. And below my initials, I have three scriptures, Proverbs 3, no, Proverbs 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Luke 4, chapter 4. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Psalm 138, verse 2, I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Amen and amen. Amen. 
Well, there you go, folks. This is my Sunday prayer letter written on Saturday, February 25th, 2023 at 3.53 p.m. Boulder, Colorado, USA. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor, Gospel Evangelist Church, touching people for heaven. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. You take care.